Hello everyone, I'm Bryn Hansmeyer and this is my podcast, Psychological Search, where I explain the content of psychological disorders and try to find appropriate solutions to these disorders. In today's episode, we will be looking at anxiety disorders and going one step further, anxiety disorders among teens. First, we will look at why anxiety disorders are a problem for teenagers. While the world is changing, a teenager is going through several different changes as well. A teenager's health is in jeopardy when it comes to anxiety disorders. Headaches, fatigue, lack of motivation, all of this can be results of anxiety disorders. These symptoms can also lead to a more fatal diagnosis like depression. Anxiety disorders can affect not only a teenager's health, but also their self-esteem and social life. Because they may always worry about what others think, This can lead to a damaged self-esteem and a severe avoidance of social interactions where their self-esteem can be damaged more. Anxiety-diagnosed teens can also upset family units and the flow of institutions. A teenager with anxiety may often isolate themselves from family because of their anxiety, which can cause emotional episodes with not only the teenager, but also the family. Institutions that contain anxiety-diagnosed teenagers, like school, are also negatively affected by this. As more teens avoid school and bring down attendance, the flow of the school system is disrupted and more time is spent on getting these students back on track than on other inconveniences. For society as a whole, teenagers with anxiety can lead to a dysfunctional society in the future, unable to endure natural aspects of life. It can also affect the population because anxiety's connection to depression can lead to suicide. So, what is causing this rising problem in teens? Let's look at three possible reasons as to why teenagers are increasingly being diagnosed with anxiety. We will start with the biological causes of anxiety disorders among teens. Oftentimes, anxiety can stem from genetics. It's said that if an anxiety disorder develops before the age of 20, it is probable that the anxiety disorder originated in a close relative. The genes that can affect brain chemistry and the regulation of chemicals, neurotransmitters, are often related to the greater chance of developing anxiety. However, there's a larger chance to develop an anxiety disorder as a teen because their brains are always changing. Moving on to the external environmental causes, there are two to cover. Learned behavior is a very prominent cause because it starts at an early age. It is possible that anxious behavior is learned from other family members. As an example, if a father was abusive or violent towards his wife, then the wife of this man and the mother to their child could be often fearing for her life, hiding, and avoiding responsibilities, so it is unfortunately possible for her growing child to develop the same behavior. More specific to teenagers, high expectations and the pressure to succeed is a very prominent cause for anxiety too because it's what teenagers most commonly feel at their age. Tests, scholarship applications, college applications, extracurricular activities, and a culture to succeed are all factors that weigh down every teenager. Now that we know why this is a problem and the causes for it, we must actually determine how this all connects to psychology. There are biological, psychological, and social connections that anxiety disorders have to psychology. The nervous system is one example of how anxiety disorders are biologically connected to psychology. The nervous system receives and interprets stimuli and transmits impulses to the effector organs. It's like the central command center. This is connected to anxiety because fear and anxiety are two different things. 
Fear is the reaction to danger, and anxiety is the anticipation of danger. However, the nervous system cannot distinguish between the two. Once the threat is detected by the mind and fear is activated, then the anxiety-driven reaction begins. An example of a psychological connection to psychology can be cognitive beliefs. Cognitive beliefs are a mental system consisting of interrelated items of assumptions, beliefs, ideas, and knowledge that an individual holds. This is connected to psychology because our core beliefs can influence our appraisal or perception of these aspects, and this can lead to an inaccurate, unrealistic perception. These perceptions can cause anxiety in many people, especially teenagers, who are constantly told how to feel or act. Through social norms, anxiety disorders can be socially connected to psychology. Social norms are regarded as collective representations of acceptable group conduct, as well as individual perceptions of particular group conduct. Teenagers are constantly pressured to be normal and fit in, constantly being told to get good grades, wear fancy clothes, play sports, etc., can be too much pressure on a teenager. This can lead to anxiety disorders. It's now time to find the solution to this growing problem. We will begin with the solution for the most difficult cause to overcome, the genetic slash biological cause. If the anxiety is construed in your genes, it may seem impossible to overcome it. However, there are some light ways that a teenager with anxiety can try. A current method to try is cognitive behavioral therapy. Behavioral change leads to cognitive change, and cognitive change leads to behavioral change. It goes full circle. Therefore, if this process is learned correctly and constantly repeats itself, it may alter the way a teenager acts, thinks, etc. For learned behavior, there is a more simple way to overcome this cause. The best option is most likely behavioral therapies such as exposure therapy, systematic desensitization, and response prevention, which can greatly benefit a teenager when they are trying to overcome their anxieties. Exposure therapy exposes the teenager to their anxious fears and can change their view on them. Systematic desensitization helps a teen relax and become numb to the fear. Response prevention is simply discontinuing responses such as avoidance or escape. The last cause to cover is high expectations slash the pressure to succeed, which can easily be converted. Some common solutions are self-care days where one can take a day to relax and improve themselves. This can also help in the long run. Also, lowering your goals and taking baby steps with assignments is another good approach to this type of anxiety because it will decrease the suffocating aspect of it. Behavioral changes can come to a teen easily through operant conditioning, learning to be more positive, relax more, or learning to reward themselves more often. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. I would like to say thank you to our sources. Claire McCarthy with Anxiety in Teens Rising, published on April 30th, 2019. Darcy Linus with Anxiety Disorders for Teens, published in March 2014. Stefano M. Bernard with Anxiety in Teens, What It Is and How to Help, published on January 2nd, 2019. And Matthew D. Jakowski with What is Anxiety, published on October 16th, 2018. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Psychological Search. I will see you next week when we look at depression among teenagers.